Live from New York. It's Saturday night. Just a fun sidebar is that nobody cares about sirens or traffic lights. And I am so glad that I was raised in a city and I'm able to confidently maneuver around all of this. This is Recovering From Everything, a podcast for everyone who's ever had anything happen to them ever. I hope you guys can hear the background noise. I don't know how you'd miss it. I'm walking through the streets of New York on Saturday. I thought this would be a really great time to record a podcast. I am on a solo trip. I drove down here the other day by myself because I love New York. And if you follow me on Instagram, you already know this. Anyway, I wanted to record this podcast to talk about how important it is to take trips by yourself. And like, here's the thing. I didn't even know I needed this until I met with a psychic the other day and my dead grandmother told me to take a trip. Okay, honestly, I had to stop recording in New York because it was loud as hell for me. Listening back now, it sounds kind of cool, but in that moment, it was super loud. And I also kept getting distracted because I was literally walking on the street and there was a million people surrounding me. So I wanted to just finish recording when I got home from the trip, see how I felt and and just really focus on why this was a critical trip for me and why it is super important for me and possibly for you too to spend time alone with yourself. The super weird thing was that I had booked an appointment with a psychic medium for Thursday, like I said, a couple of days Before that, though, I had downloaded the Expedia app. I was cruising it. I was looking at Google. I was looking to go somewhere. And nothing really felt right. I just really couldn't pull the trigger on planning a trip. And then that psychic said, hey, your grandma says you need to take that trip. And I thought, well, you know, I believe in energies and the afterlife and all of that. So I was like, that that timing's a little strange. So later that evening, I said, fuck it. I'm going to New York. I love that city so much. I feel at home there. I probably feel more at home in New York than I do in Toronto, which is where I'm from. And I know that it's close enough that I can drive down. I looked at flights. A round trip actually was not expensive at all. It was all under $600 but I fucking hate flying, man. It's so stressful. And if I can drive somewhere, I'd rather do that. So I decided, you know, 10 hour drive over a a flight and parking and make sure my bag is small enough as a carry on and all that shit. I packed a giant suitcase. I packed every piece of clothing that I thought I might be in the mood to wear is kind of perfect. And down I went. 
I took my daughter to school on Friday morning and I hopped to my car basically immediately after and away I went. I couldn't really grasp in the moment why the psychic said to me, your grandma says you need it. I sort of, it was a little more superficial for me where I was like, well, you know, everyone needs a vacation. Um, But just the way that she said it, you need it. You need this. I, I couldn't really wrap my head around that until I was there and spending time with just Kinga and I realized like I really did need it. And I, I will tell you all the reasons why as we go through this episode. And I also want to talk about all the messages I got from people saying, I can't believe you would do this alone. One girl was like, this makes me so uncomfortable. She was like, what do you do? Like, I don't understand. Like, what do you do all day? I'm going to cover all of that. But this is probably more of an episode about recovering from not spending time with myself and like good quality time. I mean, like I have tons of time alone, you know, where I'm on my couch or puttering around the house or in bed or whatever, but the actual act of taking myself on a vacation and buying myself whatever I want, going wherever I want And I don't want to use like really cliche words like, you know, nourishing my soul, even though that's exactly what happened or um, self-care or like just all of that. Like, but that's literally exactly what it was. It took me probably nine hours of driving before my brain finished processing everything it needed to process. You know, that's not true. I had an hour-long client call while I was driving. So let's say it took my brain about eight hours. Before I got, I was like just driving into the state of New Jersey and I started feeling a little more, I guess, lighter. So from the moment I left my house until I got into the state of New Jersey, I was tense and thinking a lot. And save for that one hour call and a couple of pit stops to pee and get snacks, my brain had a ton of shit to go through. Like I didn't even know. And and the cool thing is I was thinking about it. I don't know when else during my day in my regular life at home, I don't know when else during my day I would have had eight straight hours for my brain to sort through shit, right? It's almost like uh, like folding laundry or something. Like it needed to do a bunch of stuff and it needed the time to do it. And I had given it the time, not on purpose. I didn't realize until after, but I had given it the time to do what it needed to do eight straight hours, have at her brain. And the whole drive down, I listened to Fish, which is like a jam band for anyone who doesn't know that. Um, Really great to drive to. You can kind of get lost in like the instrumentals and it's just like really easy listening. And I I tend to uh, listen to Fish when I'm taking long drives, not on purpose. I just... 
give my brain what it needs. And sometimes it needs eight hours of fish. And there's a joke in there somewhere about how I only listen to one fish song because they're a jam band and they just go on and on forever. But I'm not going to explore that too much. So it wasn't until I got into Jersey that I was like, you know what? I feel different now. And I put on my like iTunes and hammered out some punk songs. If you're following along in my stories, that's when I was using my vape as a microphone and yelling. And I actually felt excited and not in an anxious way, but just like really lighter, I guess is the only way to describe that. And when I started thinking back about what the last few weeks of my life have looked like, it's kind of been consumed by thinking about other people. So I have a bunch of clients. I've got dogs. I've got my daughter. I've got friendships to maintain. I've got uh, my romantic relationship to maintain. I really wasn't doing anything where I wasn't wearing one of those hats, right? My mom hat, my friend hat, my, uh, you know, sober coach, counselor hat, my girlfriend hat. Like I, I really felt almost too connected to things outside of me. And so when it came time for me to get my alone time, which I, I desperately crave, I was almost like too exhausted to do anything for Kinga So, you know, if I'm in a relationship with myself, which I am, I was like really neglecting doing anything fun with Kinga and doing anything just for Kinga. And I was basically just like crashed a little bit. And I think that eight hour drive, it was actually a 10 hour drive, but the eight hours that I had processing things uncomfortable things, thoughts that I did not want to be having, to be honest. But I just, it is what, what am I going to do? Pull the car over and like watch a movie? Like, no, right. There was, I, I was, I was driving down. I enjoyed the sights. It's actually not a super fun drive for the first half, but the second half is gorgeous. So I enjoyed those sights, really mountainous, lots of valleys. It was really pretty. I had that time to sort through some shit. Not that I'd reached any sort of sweeping conclusions about anything, but my brain felt more relaxed and I could focus on doing whatever I wanted to do. And the thing about a road trip is it's not about the destination, the trip, the driving, it's all a part of it. And even if you're flying, being alone in an airport, being alone on an airplane, figuring out your gait, what snacks you want, what seat you want to sit in. It's all a part of it. It's all me chilling with me and whatever it is that I want and whatever snack I want and whatever, you know, flavored coffee or whatever I want. It's, it's all me. There is very few outside influences on my decisions. And so whatever is happening, you know, deep in my soul at that moment or not so deep in my soul, I act on it. 
And, and hey, I'm an impulsive person. So maybe this trip also had the added benefit of, of letting me just be super impulsive. I mean, I did plan it in about 40 seconds. So it's a pretty solid little argument for that. But acting on just my impulses as an impulsive person, as someone that, you know, reaches for drink and drug whenever I have a feeling, um, that's ingrained in me. And I think having like a nice outlet, that's not going to completely ruin my life and put me in shambles is probably pretty important for that. So by the time I got to Jersey, I had been forced to let go of all of my connections, all of my attachments, they were gone. Just me and the spirit of my dead grandmother, potentially. She was there. She was there a lot. And that freaking spider that was stuck in my side view mirror. I wonder how he's doing. Anyway, I pretty quickly realized that every destination I tried to create for myself, I added a little bit of stress to myself. So I had started like a little list the night before of things I wanted to do. There was like a cool art exhibit that was in New York that I had missed when it was in Toronto. Um, I wanted to have dinner with my friend and his wife, um, which actually was not stressful. It was probably the only thing I did actually end up planning. Um, New York is a really great hip hop history. I was looking into how to, you know, take like a hip hop tour. Um, There was also a murder tour that I wanted to take. Um, but I felt the pressure of those destinations of not being in the moment, but forcing myself to be somewhere at a certain time. And honestly, that a little bit resembles my life at home where there's always something coming up that I need to make sure that I'm ready for. And that makes me tired. And honestly, give me long enough. And I also get very stressed out and anxious about this, you know, plan that I've made for myself. So I had to fight that a bunch of times. I, you know, had to close all my open tabs about like, you know, what to do in New York. I really wanted to go to like a cool club and see a DJ or see a band. And then I was like, oh God, staying up late. Like, you know, but this is, this is what Kinga would want. And then I'm like, no, Kinga in this moment when I'm trying to make all these plans, that's not what she fucking wants. She wants to wander around. So get some shoes on, put your black clothes on, get the fuck out of the hotel room. And when I let go of the destinations, everything that happened was fucking awesome. I accidentally ended up at the Empire State Building. I left to go for dinner, really wanting to do like a cool place. And I walked out of my hotel and right next door, there was like a sweet tapas bar and I had to like go downstairs. You know, it just looked like this like sketchy basement situation, which is apparently very popular in New York. And it was like an amazing restaurant. My server was awesome. The vibe was really cool. The food was amazing. So repeatedly, things like that started to happen where I just kind of put one foot in front of the other and 
whatever happened, happened. And it ended up being way better than anything I could have planned, which is very much also the theme of my sobriety and my recovery, letting go of the reins and putting one foot in front of the other and keep moving forward, looking around, enjoying what I see and whatever is put in front of me, that's the thing that I do, I guess. Even I had mentioned I really wanted to see like a cool DJ. On Saturday afternoon, I was hungry. So I looked at restaurants near me. I found this cute one called, I think it was like Dolly Barnden or something. And I looked at the pictures on Google, looked like a cute place. And I went there and I walked in and there was a DJ playing there. And it was like the music that I like. So it was like like the oldie, like R&B, soul, some like poppy hip hop, just like really easy Marvin Gaye, Michael Jackson. Like it was just all very Kinga stuff and it was perfect. I, I couldn't have asked for better. I also had chicken and a waffle for the first time, which that was the best thing I've ever had in my life. And I don't know if I can eat that meal ever again, unless it's at that restaurant because they freaking killed it. But the point is, is that every step of that vacation was just me. I kept getting messages from people too on Instagram saying, next time I'm coming with you, you know, next time we're doing this together. Oh, I wish I was with you. And like, I love that love, but I honestly question how I'm supposed to vacation with other people ever again. And it's no secret in my friend group that I love going on trips by myself. And when people say girls trip, I like kind of want to die about it because I'd rather not. No, thank you. And so like, I can't stress enough. If you've never taken a day or two to do a little trip by yourself, do it. It's going to change you in a really unexpected way. I remember the first time I did this, I drove down to New York um, probably five years ago now. And I had this like mini little enlightenment about actually how fun it is to hang out with myself and how comfortable I can feel doing that. And I had all these little lessons on that first trip. Like I'm interesting and I'm curious. And if there's an open door, I might walk into it. And I like art and music and cultural stuff. And I like good food and my energy attracts people. I'm a super nice person. I'm very friendly. I'm a fast walker, which when I was leaving dinner with my friend and his wife and their two friends, I kept accidentally walking with other groups of people, but I'm basically comfortable anywhere. I was thinking about this as I was writing some notes for this episode, I, I was wondering why I'm comfortable everywhere. And I think it's because I have confidence in myself. I think it's because I've had these solo vacation 
experiences and I know what I am capable of and I know that I can integrate into any sort of situation. The more trips I take that are sort of off the beaten path of what constitutes a, you know, a good vacation or a good trip, the more I learn about myself. Like put me anywhere, I'll figure out the subway system. I love the subways or uh, I will walk everywhere because walking is part of the experience, right? It's not the destination of getting to where I need to be. It's like, especially in New York, walking in and out of the traffic and weaving through people and hearing what I hear and seeing what I see. It's, it's, it's all interesting to me. And I'm, I'm interested and I'm curious and I'll, you know, I'll eavesdrop on people and I'll look at people's faces and I'll look into the stores and I smell the smells and it's all just like absorb, 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 I guess. And I'm really glad that I took the time to drive down because it gave me an opportunity to get my head out of my own ass. I was just stuck in my bubble. The bubble's the bubble's not big enough. It's not. There's there's a whole world out there. The bubble is not big enough. So to to give myself the time on the drive to, you know, sort through shit that was in my bubble and then move the bubble aside and just like really throw myself into the experience of living in a different city just for a couple of days. But I I lived there and that's usually my goal on these trips is to feel like I live there, which is why walking and taking transit is, is important to me. I think next time I go to New York, I'm going to, uh, use their city bikes and their e-bikes because that was like the one thing I didn't get to do this trip. But I want to do that also. I want to use the bike lane. Anyway, doing all of that stuff this weekend reminded me how capable I really am and how fun I am and how easygoing I am. And that like lots of stuff brings me joy. Like I got so many comments on Instagram saying, you look so happy. One of my girlfriends was like, we're going to ship 10 down to New York um, because your face right now is pure joy and I can't see you living anywhere else anymore. But I think it was just like being in the moment and, and, you know, I had a few client interactions and like, I mean, I'm, I'm always like on the job really, but, but that doesn't even matter because... I was just so full of quality time with myself that even the slightest little distractions to my my real life were like nothing because I was just like filling my cup, filling my cup, filling my cup, filling my cup. I think probably the scary thing for people about this is when you're first getting to know yourself and you don't know who you are and you don't know what you like and there's a lot of fear. You're afraid of coming off as, you know, kind of lame or like unlikable or not interesting or nerdy or whatever. There's a lot of fear surrounding that. But every time you do something with yourself, like an activity with you, even if you hate it, you now have a better idea of who you are and what you don't like and what you would prefer to do next time. All of these 
experiences that you sort of have to force yourself to do at the beginning until you get to a point where you're craving it. All of these experiences just add puzzle pieces to who you are. And yeah, it's brave. And yeah, it takes some courage. But now you know that you're brave and you have courage. And you'll also get to learn a lot of other cool things about yourself or remind yourself of parts of your identity that have sort of just been lurking in the shadows or have been put on the back burner, you know, because you're so busy wearing these other hats in your life. And that's not to say that having different roles and wearing different hats is a bad thing. No, I feel lucky that I have a rich, full life that is full of connections to other people. I am so grateful for it. I love that part about my life. But I do, every now and again, have to strengthen the connection that I have with myself, which means taking Kinga on vacation and just spending time alone with my thoughts, which yes, I hear that sentence coming out of my mouth. It is as terrifying to me as it is to you listening to it. But again, it's important. It's important. Those thoughts need to process. I mean, that's that's the point of therapy. So if you can't afford therapy, take yourself out for dinner or take yourself on an extended road trip and like see what comes up. And now that I'm home and back in my life and my daughter's here in school and lunches and dishes and dinner and my clients and my friendships and my boyfriend, I feel a little bit different. And I know that this is going to wear off and I know I'm going to need to do another quality time with Kinga trip, you know, probably in a few months. But right now I feel different. I feel like I value myself a little bit more because I've had the experience this weekend where I'm like, I'm easygoing, I'm fun, I'm interesting, I'm curious, I I like hanging out with myself and doing shit with Kinga. And I think the difference now is I like myself a little bit more than I did last week. And that is the honest to goodness truth. I do. I am valuable in this world and I'm valuable to myself. And there's a lot of value that I add to my own life, right? One of the things the psychic said was, my grandma wants me to know that the ripple effect I have on other people's lives is, is, is bigger than I can imagine. And I'm assuming that that is a good thing. And, and I love that. And I had a little cry about that. That's important to me. But I got a nice reminder this weekend that I add so much value to my own life. And like, that feels nice. It feels nice. So I think that's it. I think that's it for now. Take the solo trip, even if you don't want to. Everything's gonna be fine. You're gonna be better for it. And honestly, you're gonna have a really great time. Take yourself out for coffee. Don't start with dinner. Dinner is a whole other ball game, but start with coffee or a tea or a little snack. Then do dinner. We'll work up to something bigger.
Thanks for listening to another episode of Recovering From Everything, a podcast for everyone who has ever had anything happen to them ever. Take the trip. I love you. See you next week. I just passed some NYPD. So cool. I've watched so much Law & Order and that is very meaningful to me.